0: is out. The Age of Independence is here, where the next generation of high-performing agencies transform the agency landscape. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, and mega startup coach. This podcast is all about you, the agency owner, stepping into the new wave of opportunity, knocking out the competition in the modern market. This is the Age of Independence podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going well. I was, how are you? Good. I was Googling how to pull this up on my phone when you told me we were going live.
1: It seems like a technology thing. You're going to have to call Drew. <laughs> so,
0: so how is everybody? Is anybody still up? Are we like actually live? Is We just got a pop-up that we can customize our dashboard. We're definitely live.
1: Super fancy. Sometimes. Yeah. And like that is way different than, than it used to be back in the yeah. day.
0: So we've already tested this out before. I know the chances of any of y'all being up right now are pretty slim.
1: We shouldn't be up right now. We
0: shouldn't be up right now. Or we just finished
1: that your, little podcast.
0: That says that we're supposed to not be up
1: right now. My sleep app, I have an app called Rise that tells you like your energy level and it tracks like your circadian rhythm and then how much how sleep deprived you are. I'm operating at thirty percent right now <laughs> energy. Um I've been sleeping about four hours and I, I have been traveling.
0: With, so do you feel like you're and operating at thirty percent or does the app say you're operating
1: at thirty percent? I think that we're both judging my my poor decisions right now with, with traveling and no and sleep. So
0: well i I feel like you're really fun to hang out with. So this is only 30 percent. Imagine that more brain you could have, right? Dang.
1: But but I feel like that's like the old myth where like you know like oh you only use like you only use 10 percent of your brain versus 100 yeah, percent. You, you know
0: who uh, thinks that is true? Well, like it's absolutely you, true because your
1: brain only cute. functions like you only right? process yes. so many functions at one time. So it's absolutely true. Sure
0: I heard just recently and that that's been debunked.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. But so so you only use 10 percent of your brain at a time. But but that's all you're supposed to use is that oh, much because right, you're using see, different functions. What's Siri, Siri going to tell us? I don't know. Come down.
0: Siri, what percentage of our brain do we use? Evidence from studies shows that people use. Oh, it says much more than ten percent. At first, I thought she was like, okay. It says evidence from studies of brain damage, brain imaging, localization of fun, blah 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 blah. blah show that people use much more than 10% of their brains.
1: That sounds science, I'm just that,
0: scientific.
2: That That's you, more. When you,
0: yeah. You know, they, they you know.
1: I'll, I'll see what I can do.
0: I'm hoping the gluten thing will turn out to be a myth too.
1: You don't eat bread. <laughs> How's it going to impact you? because
0: <laughs> well, then I <laughs> can start eating bread.
1: Is that what's holding you back? Your, your gluten fears? <laughs> it's Technically a vegan. Uh, over okay, here.
0: Well, I uh,
1: should it's real, but.
0: It would be nice if it was just a
1: minute. I mean, it better be since you don't eat bread. So I
0: mean, I do.
1: I don't know if I'm supposed to. And who eats he, bread is our son, uh, Callum. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Ooh, he loves cool Mainline brioche. <laughs> I do love brioche.
0: So, I mean,
2: we have a picture
0: of him when well, we were in Montreal, and you go into, like, a French bakery that has the croissants, and he's got his face up at the window and just looks like, so excited about bread. Marcy. Hi, Marcy.
1: Look at Marcy up late at night partying. In Oklahoma,
0: how's it going, Marcy? What are you up to? So, why are why are we on Facebook live? That's a great question.
1: Okay. I don't even know. So, we we just finished our podcast, and we figured we'd just keep rolling. Yeah. So um, uh, here we are.
0: Yeah, we, it was it was a fun podcast. We just talked about stuff, insurance, life, what's going on, what we're working on. Yeah. I'm training a class right now, so we talked about, like, some of the questions that they asked, and I wanted to get, like, Justin's spin on it to see, like, if he would answer it, and so that was fun, but I did... It's the
1: same questions people have been asking me for 10 years, so, you know, (laughs) which, you know, (laughs) judgment-free zone, by the way, if you're a class member that certainly say that, Um, that's probably true, so... Uh
0: I did kind of change the topic for the podcast episode last minute because uh, I was going to talk about how uh, this topic, our job doesn't start until they say no. And I have, you know, so, so much. I mean, that sounds, sounds accurate. But Justin just got off a plane. And so we hung out instead and talked insurance. It was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So that one comes out soon and we figured we'd hop on with you guys and, Every time I test this out, there's like hardly anybody awake when we go like late (laughs) at 11 p.m. But It'll post for 24 hours. So if you see this light later, you know. Thanks for chiming in. Indulging
1: us. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, the guarantee is that my mom's definitely going to watch it. So thank you, mom. And uh, just want (laughs) to number one fan. First insurance customer back in the day after us, you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. Good.
0: So, yeah. But thanks for being on my podcast, babe.
1: My pleasure. You
0: might, I guess I can't have favorite guests unless they're you. Yeah. So it's so, okay to say you're my favorite guest so far. Right.
1: I'm actually really glad I'm not like your second favorite or your 10th.
2: favorite.
0: I mean, that would just be wrong.
1: Yeah. That made me feel really bad. So. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so anyways, you know, so we talked about, I just got back, um, from our Fredericksburg office. I'm sure some of you will be watching this. So shout out to our Virginia office over there. And uh, just always a great time seeing that team. And we have a lot of commercial producers and service there. Um, and so I, I got there on, uh, you know, two, two days ago and, um, and then got to spend until today And I just flew back uh, now. And so, uh, but we do a monthly fireside chat. And I love the fireside chats because, you know, our, our, organization's a little sprawling. And so it gives us an opportunity to try and like get everybody up to speed on, on all the different, you know, moving parts. And so the, um, yeah, if, if we, don't do that, then we tend to have silos and communication breakdowns. And so we try to be purposeful about, uh, communicating and just getting everybody together and, and, and chat a little bit. And, um, also it helps make sure that, that we're really diligent about making sure we're spending time with with all the different teams and that, and that we're not slipping. And so I'll travel back and forth between the offices for fireside chat. And so that's, uh, I think it's a win, so.
0: Yeah. And I think they, you know, they have fun with it. <laughs> ding. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should have a toast. What should we have a toast to? Toast. Toast
1: to the fact that my, I had a lot of turbulence on my flight today. You I did. am I'm super happy that yes. I landed safely.
0: I'm having a lot of turbulence and I'm like, I'm Are just putting that out there because. You okay, I love and I die,
1: yeah. then at least I like kind of gave you a heads up, and but, so, you know, it's it like
0: really turbulence.
1: Scary. Love you, but you yeah, know,
0: I'm so. glad you're okay. Yeah, I was worried, yeah. but I feel like if you're like I'm having turbulence, but if anything happens, I, like you then, then you I have to admit be so I
1: don't think the masks make make it easier on you. Like you're there, That's like
0: you feel more anxious, phobic, and
1: turbulence. And it was just like a combination. I was like, I'm just gonna say hello. So, you know.
0: Well, thanks for like thinking about <laughs> me. Yeah,
2: so, my pleasure.
0: Glad you back. And it was a fun day. Um, I'm teaching a class in our Allen office, and so we had um, a good sized group start this week. Um, half of them have been insurance before. Half of them are new to insurance, and so it's been really neat just talking about our why getting to know quantum getting to know them um talking about the trusted advisor approach and really like this week is all about how we solve problems for clients and really starting there yeah spending lots of time on finding the need
1: and if you want more than that you're gonna have to actually listen to our podcast (laughs) because we go into a little more there so
2: but,
0: I was going to say, there's three types of agents, guys, oh, and I was going to break it down for you, but I guess you'll have to get the podcast for that one, <laughs> or, or Justin.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: Alicia. I'm Alicia's up, and it's later where she lives. She's a
1: party animal, though, Alicia. So <laughs> she's,
0: Well, watch her. She's going to type in the chat now and be like, I'm working, Justin. <laughs> so, Alicia, are you watching Netflix? Well,
1: she said fierce, so she's oh, obviously wow. drinking, so That's, uh, <laughs> as you she should be. She toasted not actually
0: toast it for uh, really? me.
2: You were doing safe arrivals. Safe oh, arrivals. Don't share this. That. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so I feel like we should probably be on Netflix right now.
1: So oh, you know me having like a, like a date. That would be fun. Well, What would you watch besides whatever iteration of Friends or?
0: I can. You know, I can, the I Office. Have I I can't
1: handle the Office I for like another six months.
0: Netflix or any kind of TV of any sort is that whenever you ask me what I want to watch, I always say the same thing. And so mm. you can only watch That's The cool. Office so many times. Alicia is checking her LinkedIn, of course. I mean, she only has like 15,000 followers, so it's a never ending
1: How many now me. is it, Alicia? Um, <laughs> the last time I checked in, she was like 12.5.
0: I've never asked her like what her inbox looks like. but It's
1: so very popular. I mean, a girl with 15,000 connections on LinkedIn is going, that's just a mess.
0: I I have like three messages because, okay, you can testify this. But my superpower is like intense focus to Mm -hmm. a fault. So if I have like three LinkedIn messages and two text messages and five emails, my brain is just going like crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And I get stressed out because I go on on LinkedIn and there's like 500 biz dev people that are hitting me up at any given moment, trying to sell me product. I'm I like, I'm like, I am not a piece of meat. I'm just trying to do my job. So
0: biz dev people don't bother me any more than bad drivers. They people. don't
1: bother me. It's just like, so, you know,
0: like I've sold so like so long, so many, I've only really ever been in signals, 15, so she's at
1: 15,600. Don't you have like 200 people on LinkedIn? Not judging the size of your followers, but
0: I'm not going to say how many I have now. It was well, more than quarter, 200. No.
1: People can see; they can just go like oh, It LinkedIn doesn't compare
0: now. to 15,000.
1: <laughs> Alicia is obviously very
0: purposeful
1: LinkedIn. So you good job, a
0: Superpower.
1: It is That's awesome connection. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're thinking about an agency or want to talk independent world, Alicia is your girl.
1: There you go. <laughs> and she's a wig.
0: So, and Marki well. also. Both yeah. of them are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I actually like reading the BizDev messages because yeah. I like looking for like good ideas and like connecting with someone out of the blue is always one of those like mysterious like life skills that you want to be able to have. Yeah. And I have to, you know. And, so, generically,
1: I agree with you, but the problem is, is that the programs that they're using they know how to they, like, they get increasingly more aggressive. And so like, after I haven't responded to their biz dev thing, it's obviously a template for the fifth time. They're like, sir, I've been trying to contact you. You're obviously ignoring me. I'm like, You're, I'm definitely not gonna contact you now, but like people will get like this, like they, they have their stuff set up and I'm, I'm sure there's a science to it, but they get like increasingly more aggressive. And so, you know, I just, I, I, I don't love that on LinkedIn.
0: So I feel like I shouldn't say this on social media or my inbox is going to get flooded. Ooh. But I always read those and I always respond to them. Do you? Because <laughs> I've i cold called, called lots of times. I've gone door to door.
1: There's a VA um, giggling like, there's another <laughs> sucker born every day. My boss is going to be so happy. Got it.
0: No, but I, you know, <laughs> I, it doesn't take long to say like, thanks for connecting. I'm all set. Have a great day.
1: That is true. That is
0: true. I'm done with my virtue signaling. We (laughs) get
1: Yeah. I mean I can't judge BizDev. I mean we all do it. I mean, you know, any meaningful company out there is doing BizDev, except for Tesla, apparently. They just people people just buy product. So
0: so true. Yeah. they like crack the code to
1: hype to awesomeness.
0: Someone walks in and just
1: just (laughs) take my money. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. I'm actually super curious that as more electric cars hit the market, so Rivian, you know, there's more real ones, not like, you know, the volts, you know, and stuff like that, but as more real electric cars hit the market, what that looks like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what does that mean for Tesla? You know, we know what we see kind of some skewing there, you know, Elon said that he doesn't care about that kind of stuff. He doesn't mind that, but you know, it's, uh, you know, because he's in it for like a larger mission, larger purpose, you know, like we are with our work. Um, but, you know, it will be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: So you said Tesla because they, you know, the cars sell themselves.
1: Yeah. By the way, I'll, I'll tell you why why we signed up for, for two cyber trucks when, like, after you finish your statement. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: So, anyways, you finish yours <laughs> I first. I have two. been
0: meaning to I'll ask you, you, why, you why that happened. First
1: of all, they're bulletproof, <laughs> they which this guy needs.
0: So have you guys ever interviewed someone who worked for the Apple store, like for a sales position?
2: employees that
0: we've had really great employees that actually came from Apple so, so if you I'm not talking about Liv in this example Liv is awesome and she can definitely tell you all about openly we love openly and she's a great person to work with because she knows the insurance side of it from the agency um on the sales process what the client goes through so love live not talking about live but I did recently <laughs> interview someone for a sales position who had worked in an Apple store, and I kid you not, they were like, well, oh, yeah, I mean, we had to sell, but we didn't really have sales goals, because the store was already exceeding those goals. We the stood
1: goals, there.
0: Like, the goals weren't really something we talked about. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that it's is so much the, like
1: lost opportunity, like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I'm like, I that is the the to stand reason.
1: there and yeah. do nothing, and be a human
0: computer. So, have you it's ever, like, stopped. booked an event or something, and then your team members are like, but what if we have a line at the booth or like, well, and I'm like, then that's a great problem to have. And we'll, we we'll cross you know the bridge.
2: That was like,
1: that was like when, uh, you know, team members, uh, shout to Alicia, when team members were like, you know, when, when our mission, when we pushed it live, you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh, our democratized <laughs> insurance, uh, mission, you know, all of a sudden team members were getting hit up with, with friends that were like, Oh, what, what kind of thing is this? What are you doing over there? Why are you trying to tear down our walls? Um, you know, and so it was, it was funny because like, we're not political. Like, I don't, I, just, I hate politics. I don't care about it at all. And, uh, but, but I do love the idea of people talking about insurance. Like, you know, people should be talking about insurance. And so, you know, when we had people that started saying, well, what is this democratized insurance thing? Like, you know, what are you doing over there? Um, I loved it. You know what I mean? Because people actually wanted to talk about what we want, what will we do and, and, you know, kind of how we're trying to change the world. And so, um. It was it was fun. It was like a little, little taste it's like, of a it's moment. Like it's
0: Ten years to figure that out. It was like a
1: little taste of a moment of like Apple or Tesla feels like. like people are lining up outside their door, like you know, um, we, had, we had like a little glimmer of it. So, but, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's you know, insurance as it stands today is one of those things that college grads or high school students aren't thinking about. It's not like type of top of mind for them or what they want for work to or
1: for actually purchase the product Me
0: either. Me either
1: either right yeah,
0: yeah. so i can buy
1: some life insurance you talk
0: about the brand of insurance and so that's one of the things we're working on because yeah. we think there's some you know mean, the brand experience. is
1: broken right like I, you know I, and funny enough so we're, we're on my facebook page and i'm i i don't allow many people on my facebook page and i, I Purposely triage.
0: Yeah, we did go live. People on my page. Off
1: my, my Facebook I think
0: like if we went live for mine, we might have. Oh, you have so
1: many friends. Yeah.
0: So we have a few viewers right now. <laughs> Drop your name in the <laughs> chat and we'll shout you out. Yeah. A <laughs> long yeah. time ago. And at, but at the same time, might keep it a little more personal. Growing your LinkedIn. And at the same nice. time, I had totally dropped off LinkedIn and just not even logged into it for like two to three years because I was tired of my feed just being insurance agents that were saying like call me for a quote but it's well, not just crazy.
1: that but like there's certain companies out there that when they use like a mass communication service that publishes the same post across all of their agents like facebook or, or like linkedin then
0: it's just the same stuff
1: it's it's just it, it, like you tune it out right like it just like it, it all becomes like white noise but I
0: think so. LinkedIn does so much better and i love it now. i spend a lot of time on linkedin it's a lot better um so much great content so many post yeah. election
1: during the election it was brutal just want to just want to say that, that it got ugly during the election. Yeah,
0: LinkedIn wasn't as bad as Facebook.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know because I can't get really off my Facebook.
0: You like five Facebook followers.
1: I mean, I have like 500 of my closest, you know, Ooh, people I care about. That's a lot.
0: <laughs> More than some people.
1: <laughs> people that don't have Facebook. No, that's, no that's awesome.
0: So Amanda's working on a new course I haven't told you about, and it's yes. called managing your brand. And it's about like your personal brand. Ooh, that's a good you don't one. like it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: It's like, how do you want people to, how do you want to be per- perceived? How do you want people to like, think of you? And then the class writes down, like what comes to mind, like when they right. think of you and then you get the feedback and you have to like process through if it aligns with like what you're going for.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like a 360 feedback mm-hmm. review where you get like a,
0: yeah.
2: you
1: know, you're, you're judging people, they're judging you and, and you know, or judgment-free zone. So I, uh, I think that's good. I like that. So, you know, we were talking about it again, you know, you have to go to the podcast, um, you know, Caitlin's podcast, um, Age of Independence. But, you know, we were talking about our team members and frontline and people in our organization and, and trying to grow them. And like one of our greatest fears is that you know people want to grow up in the organization, them not having the skill set to do so. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like then we really missed our mark. If people join our organization and and want to grow, and work hard and do all the stuff they should do, and but then like lack the skill set to do
0: that.
2: You
1: know what I mean? So,
0: (laughs) Justin (laughs) Loebert, it's all about how you frame it. He's excited. He's in your top 500.
1: (laughs) Your top 200, bro.
0: Yeah. At
1: least, well, well, personal. Chris, if you want to connect with Jeff, he, he is no stranger to social media, <laughs> but he is not in my bedroom, which is where we. <laughs> are
0: so, um, It's also a little bit later where Jeff lives, so he might already be asleep. I mean, we but
1: can tag he, him. He I would say Jeff is probably.
0: You know, I mean, Jeff's probably up right now. I
1: mean, Jeff spends a lot of time in social media and like YouTube and learning new he stuff. He spends a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's like his YouTube is Jeff's ideal way of learning new content. He'll watch like 100 videos a day and Mm -hmm. then just like download on us. He's like, guys, I have all these ideas and a lot of information. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, he, 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 he like touches a lot. You know what I mean?
0: So I came across this video. that was like the introduction of the insurance sales phone call on YouTube. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And I watched it. And it's the exact same content I teach in class. And I was like, who's copying who? <laughs> but it was great content.
2: <laughs> so, was it? Yeah. That's good.
0: Hi, Justin.
2: Hi. <laughs> What's going on here?
0: This is Caitlin. How are you? Good. I you got your request for a quote. What has you looking to change insurance?
1: Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> You're using that script 10 years ago. Oh. That's cool.
0: So, well, I didn't want to give my, like, good stuff out.
1: Well, I appreciate you not. Like, it's <laughs> primary, isn't it? Like how to get clients not to hang up and, and, and cuss at you. I mean, yeah.
0: I'm not going to lie. Justin's a really good
1: insurance salesperson. It was okay.
0: Yeah. I thought you were pretty
1: good. I use my, my 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 superpower. But What's
0: your superpower?
1: I don't even know. I mean, it's uh, a lot of flying and uh, <laughs> big tires. My friends <laughs> <probably. laughs> So, um,
0: <laughs> like arriving at the airport twenty seven minutes before your flight, so you don't have to be there too. That's months.
1: not how I roll. When I go to the airport, I go like two hours early and I sit there and I don't like to be rushed. I like to like be methodical. And uh and so that is not my superpower either. So um Yeah. I don't know. I mean maybe communication, you know, and, You're but are already good at that. Not as good as Amanda. Amanda's
0: no, she's, she's really good at that.
1: So definitely a man to Yeah. So,
0: so I mentioned earlier, so,
1: so what I'm hearing, Craig, Chris is that you're going to, you're going to ping Jeff and he, you guys are going to have like an hour long conversation now. So uh, <laughs> definitely text him right now.
0: Well, do you guys ever get that like second wind at night when you're supposed to go to bed and you're tired, but then you, which is probably why we're still on Facebook right now.
1: I have, I have 10 <laughs> hours of meetings tomorrow. Like my, my day is stupid. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid because when I go to sleep, I'm going to wake minutes. up and then have to go into ten hours. So what's
0: your what meeting are you like? Are you excited about? Well, that? I have
1: one-on-ones on on Thursday, okay. and so I do one-on-ones with with, with all the leadership team. Uh, I'm always excited about one-on-ones because like, we have so much stuff going on, and so I love and you know, and me being able to interact with team members, I you know, I really love our team, um, you know, and so I, I, I do enjoy that. I have uh, QuoHound stuff, working on tech stack, working on you know a variety of stuff. So That's fun. yeah, I like, I like text stuff. I'm
0: teaching a lead management class in the morning. Ooh. I didn't tell you about that one yet. With
1: I didn't get invited to it. So yeah.
0: aren't you tired of talking about, about it? These? Yeah, <laughs> answering questions like yeah. leads or referrals? Um, that one's fun because we break out a chart of at least six different lead sources and half of them are digital and half of them are mm-hmm. Um, different forms of referrals. And we talk about the economics of each lead. So how much does it cost? What's the cost of acquisition per sale The close ratio for that lead? But then like every lead has advantages, drawbacks. So what are the pros and cons? And every lead source has a different like sales conversation. So for example, if you're calling a client referral, they're probably going to tell you they're midterm and they're not up for renewal yet. So like, that would be one example. Of how to be ready for that sales conversation. So that one's going to be fun. Do we just get I'm, a question? I'm trying but to be Madeline,
1: diligent. And, uh, it's not
0: quite as late where Madeline lives.
1: No, no. It's kind of late, but not in Vegas. So I
0: was today. I think they closed. How many policies did they get today, guys? Seven?
1: How many branch policies did you close today? Depends, Arizona. So. Yeah.
0: So that's fun. Congrats, guys.
2: Yeah, they'll send it. Always do a
1: great a job. So,
0: yeah.
1: I mean That's, uh, anyways, Chris asked how many locations we have 50 plus. Um, you know, I think right now we're training we'll probably bring on a hundred to 150, um, over the next total year. Total
0: or four branch, Justin.
1: But we're trying to grow that team. And so we're, we're actually hiring for agency recruiters. We call them ADLs. Um, and, uh, we're, we're the 50 agencies are brought on by three. ADLs over the past year, and so we're trying to get that team to thirty to fifty, and so we're like we're investing a lot in that infrastructure right now because um, you know there's a lot of need in the agency force, and so we're we're working on that side. So, more branch, man. Yeah,
0: yay! Great job, guys.
1: Lober agency writes more branch than some very well-known insurance agencies out there. No, no names will be named uh, lest I get sued. So, (laughs) don't say it, Lober. (laughs) <laughs> hey um justin I, th- I think that we i, I had a question earlier about branch that i needed answered and i'm not sure if you guys know but they they endorse their their umbrella on their homeowner's policy but When it issues is it two separate policies um or is it uh is it one i you know i don't i'll have to give them a call if you don't know that's okay but i I haven't actually checked what happens once you endorse it. And I'm wondering like, if it's actually an endorsement or if it just uh, separates the policies out into separate policies. So, um, but, but anyways, so.
0: Well, cool. I just clicked a button that popped up that said you can share it to groups. So I, try, I tried to share it to well, our quantum secret group. <laughs> um, I don't see it on there. So I apparently didn't work.
1: You know, it is called quantum launch to success it's our way you know one of our agency groups and uh it's funny because i think they only ever get videos from us like at 11 p.m at night we're having a glass of wine our bad so but uh but yeah Thanks
0: for nice, guys are you done I mean, wrapping it up what else do you guys want know. to hear nothing. about
1: <laughs> nothing at all it's, uh, probably past our limit. we're getting cut off. but yeah So, um, yeah.
0: So check out the podcast Monday. It's Justin and I, the conversation we had before this conversation, a little bit less rambling, a little bit more insurance than this one. Yes. We talked about why we quote live internet leads versus referrals, just because we get that question a lot with the team members we have in training. We talk about training a lot and we
1: talk about fireside chat, you know, kind of like some some of the ramifications of that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. And we're rolling out a new leadership development program. So that's all in the podcast. Be sure to just tune in. I want to hear your thoughts afterwards. We covered a lot of topics. Let me know your thoughts, your observations, send me a DM, but thanks for tuning into Age of Independence. It's been really fun. And um, thanks for being guests on the podcast, for tuning in, you know, for the text messages, letting me know that you, you know, listen to the episodes and any questions or topics that are top of mind for you, send them in, because I definitely want to hear from you guys. Thanks, Chris. It's been yeah, fun. Thank you. We're blessed. So yeah, that's it's great. been a good time. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and, and with Quantum, you know, we view our mission as helping, you know, obviously to democratize insurance, but, you know, we just see so much need in the agency for us, whether it's education. Uh, proper support, a company that cares about you, you know, some of this stuff is just foundational that people expect when they're, you know, starting their businesses or working with a company. But, you know, I think we've all found that, that there's so much room for opportunity, uh, to do that. And so, um, you know, that's, that's why quantum exists is, you know, we, we love our agencies. We want to have thousands of agencies and just, you know, make it, make an impact across the country with, you know, helping agencies be successful in their communities and, and whatever they touch. And so um, anyways, uh, we appreciate it Chris, uh, and thank you for everybody that's joined us and listened to us ramble a little bit.
0: Yes, it was thank fun. Our, so.
1: our tired ramble.
0: I mean, we were up anyway, so. guess <laughs> we were. So. Yeah, fun so. hanging out with you guys. Have a great night, and we'll chat soon.
3: Yep. Take care. to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cash certified. Hi
0: everyone, and welcome to the show. It's Caitlin, your host, and today we have a special guest. I kind of I feel special talked my husband into joining me for this episode. Hi, Justin.
1: Well, hello. How's it going?
0: Doing fantastic.
1: Very good. You guys are getting the late night episode tonight because I just got back from traveling, and uh, it's like 10 p.m. and uh, so we're recording from <laughs> bed. Um, so don't mind if we have a glass of wine along the way. It's been a been a heck of a week.
0: Yes, and um, I've had an episode or two with Justin along the way so far, so you might have caught one of those, I don't know. I get the
1: occasional invite.
0: We've both been in insurance for a little while, and so from time to time, it's fun to catch up with you guys, with Justin, I figured if you get two of us talking about insurance together long enough, something fun will happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, dream. So maybe.
0: So we got the kiddos in bed, and... <laughs>
1: We're crossing our fingers so it's
0: we'll see how that goes some, like
1: somebody barging through the door momentarily Yeah, uh, at any point in time you'll know what it is it is not the police it is our children
0: <laughs> if you hear a knock
1: yeah a gentle <laughs> knock on.
2: not our children. just
0: a five-year-old that doesn't want to go to bed yeah but i think they're good and um our five-year-old loves animals and so every night while he's falling asleep he tells us animal facts like an encyclopedia uh yeah. like he might be like mom Uh, everyone says that frogs are the easiest animal, but it's not true. It's starfish.
1: (laughs) He keeps asking me for a starfish. I'm like, where do I put a starfish?
0: Such a good idea.
1: You have turtles already. What else do you need?
0: Tonight, he said, mom, raccoons are the sneakiest animal in Texas. And foxes.
2: (laughs) Which could be true.
0: It sounds true to me. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So that's a typical day, I think, in the Agar household is insurance, mm-hmm. a few times with the kids, and then a little more insurance. So yeah. it, all in a day's work. Yes. So you were on a plane. I'm glad you're back.
1: It's good to be back. So Yeah, we always miss be...
0: you while you're gone.
1: Well, thank you. So I, uh, I was in our, our Virginia office. Um, every month I do a, a fireside chat. So I, I travel between the offices. Um, and I'll, I'll do a, a chat, and I'll I'll broadcast from that location, and get a little time with the team, and that way I can make sure I'm being purposeful about uh, spending time with all the team members. And you know, sometimes we all get so busy that you can end up, you know, neglecting uh, people by by accident. And uh, so I, I try and be purposeful with with bouncing back and forth, and so it was good. But when I left, I had to wake up at 4 a.m. I hate like 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 5 a.m. flights are the worst.
0: So you uh, end up early. The day you flew out mm-hmm. but then you had have you know dinner and stuff and then you get up early for the event
1: and then you yeah. go back so. so i've been like going on four hours of sleep the night the past couple nights and so uh i'm hoping to get some rest after this and, and catch up
0: you're always good about texting me on the plane yeah i, I try to be <laughs> there mm-hmm. a package for that because i haven't figured it out
1: yet yeah just plane. <laughs> So
0: I'm bad with technology, guys.
1: So More than just bad. She's really bad at technology. <laughs> IT still has your laptop done, does So After three weeks.
0: We have this awesome new guy. Uh, we, we call him the IT guy. I think he has a fancier name than that. Well, he's and,
2: a system admin. But yeah. and
0: <laughs> I think he's slowly catching on to like just how bad <laughs> I'm at technology
1: all at some point. Like we walking around the.
0: I'll just have to teach classes live. <laughs> you
1: don't know, have paper. Lots of paper.
0: So I was teaching a, a class today in the in the office in person, and we had like a one of the big screens that like rolls in. I don't know what it's called, but it's you know mobile, like a mobile screen. Mm-hmm. And it was set to Eastern time for some reason. Hmm. So I kept thinking we were like way behind schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it into this honk of <laughs> um. I need to just fix it, but I don't. I know how to fix it. I'm pretty sure. But I definitely don't want to reach out to Drew. <laughs> I'm determined to not ask our IT guy for help with this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I can Google it.
1: <laughs> I love the fact that your team's going to be off schedule for the next four weeks.
0: What I want to know time. is why, like,
1: this pride. You why know? have
0: the eight <laughs> adults in class like not just fixed it themselves? And I think they must all be like just chuckling and setting me up to see when I'm eventually going to figure it out. I wouldn't out.
1: be surprised if some wily person in class changed it for you. <laughs>
0: uh, oh man now it's all making sense i think
1: you're getting funked.
0: oh my gosh um, it's all making sense so did so what was fireside chat like
2: it was time? good
1: it was yeah. good yeah so it was funny. you know seeing, um, it, it was funny because it was like 90 something degrees D- down here in, in texas but then in virginia it was so hot and the facility is like in the super old building and um you know like a brick you know brick building it's really cute but the, some of the offices got like cranking hot. And so I was like dressed with like a sweater on and I was like melting in the so, in the fireside chat. You
0: say that? Because Monday
1: mm-hmm.
0: I walk into oh, the yeah. Texas office. Second, I walk in the door. I walk <laughs> straight over to Kai and I said, there is, what is going, the heat was like, it, it was like 80 degrees in the office or something. It I could tell.
1: Yeah, so I contacted facilities.
0: <laughs> it was so funny because the interviews we had that day we were like, we promise we're not trying to put you in the hot seat. <laughs> They're working on the AC.
1: we already passed out. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Our goal isn't to like intentionally make them sweat. Not intentionally.
1: Not intentionally. Mm-hmm. But, uh.
0: So at like, the fireside chat, you guys were like roasting?
1: Yeah, I was roasting. So I was, I was, I was melting down. So <laughs> like I, I worked my way off screen and I come back without a sweater on I, and, oh. uh. I'm sure it caught I a few. if you few were hours. sweating,
0: like, I wonder if the team was like, Oh, that, that's the, our CEO, he looks nervous. <laughs> it was just
1: the uh, yeah. It wasn't for better or worse. It wasn't nerves. It was, I was cooking alive. So, but it was good. So, you know, we, we, we talked through and operations chatted and education, you know, we have, you know, typically in our organization, we have hundreds of moving parts at any point in time and kind of just like all these initiatives going on. And so, um, that's one of the reasons the fireside chat is so important to like help communication. So everybody knows what's going on in the organization, and that's and that we don't have all these silos that don't understand like all the moving parts of quantum. So, um, so anyways, it was good on my end. I, I really enjoyed like getting them up to speed, and we owed the, the front line some deliverables we've been working on uh, a new pro- a new career progression path. We we like stage it out, and there's actually um, uh, an actual career progression path is like IC one, IC two. Um, and you and as you grow through it, you can now apply for the commercial team. And so it's it's purposeful, it's really cool. Um, and now this next level part that we're weaving into, we're weaving in the quantum leadership academy, which is kind of four pillars of 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 kind of you know leadership excellence, and um and now starting to integrate that back into our training as well, which is which is fun. And it was you know, that's it's really important because one of the things I noticed that, you know, when when I was an agent and um you know, when we had our agencies, it's so hard to actually like grow your people. And like in, in a legitimate, you know, version of growing them, it, it's really hard to grow your people into like the best version of themselves and help them be, become outstanding leaders. And frequently they get good at doing like whatever the agent is. And they kind of like, you know, hold the agent in high esteem, but, but really to get the best out of your people, you have to do so much more than that. And so we've created the, you know, the quantum leadership Academy and, and we're, you know, we really walk them through like all these different stages of, communication, time management, managing up, uh, you know, and just into more, obviously, um, transformational, uh, you know, excellence and that kind of stuff. And so we, we walk them through uh, just a, a lot of different stuff, trying to invest in them. And, uh, you know, it's important to us that, that and, you know, I, I usually say I spend, you know, we spend more time with our, with our teams than we do with our family. And we love the heck out of our family. And so, you know, if we're gonna spend that much, that much time with our teams, it's, it's important that we're doing good in their lives. And, and giving back to them and figuring out how to leave them better than, than we got them. And so uh, we try and invest and be purposeful with that stuff.
0: Yeah. And our um, education manager, Amanda, has been really helpful with that process. She's super That's passionate great. about yeah. leadership. And so she's really mm-hmm. put together a cool like course menu where it's not just all about insurance, but it's about um, like disc personality types and communication styles, because the idea is that if we can learn our disc personality type and how different people communicate that we, it'll make the office a better atmosphere, better team culture. We'll all have better communication, but then we can also learn client communication types. So that's something cool. She's really brought in that was, um, you know, and just a neat way of looking at it. And Kelly Donahue Piro had a great
1: idea. to was really fantastic
0: awesome. Yes. And she mentioned doing courses that are centered around personal development. So um, one of the courses we're going to offer, which was her idea was on personal finances and how they can get out of debt or save, or if they should be, uh, you know, investing or thinking about retirement, their financial goals. And so we're going to roll out that course as well. Just thinking through, you know, we've always said that at Quantum, we want to know what's important to them and help them reach their own goals, help to invest in them both personally and professionally. And so I think mm-hmm. this takes that to another level. So we've always tried to show that in the way we interact with our employees, the way we treat them and making it a great place to work and, you know, growing their professional skills. And I think that this leadership program will help us to really show them how invested we are in them as a, as people, um, mm-hmm. I think we've all, many of us have maybe worked places in the past where we felt like people were just a dollar sign. And we don't want our team to feel like that at Quantum. Um, so we feel like investing in who, you know, things that will be of value to them no matter how long they're with Quantum or how long their journey with us is, things they can take with them throughout life is a win and a way we can create a great environment for them and also give back. Yeah. So that's the goal with that program.
1: Yeah. Some people don't realize how important this is to us. And, you know, some people have probably heard the story, but the reason that we're in Dallas is actually tied to the fact that we want, you know, we made that decision because we wanted our teams to be able to afford to grow financially and own a home and, and, and put money into retirement, that kind of stuff. Originally when we were looking at moving to Texas uh, back in the day, um,
2: 2017
1: back because, in the day like a long, super long time um so but we were actually looking at moving to austin and we were really concerned that you know we we're gonna have a great quality of life and and all this fun stuff and we
0: was, actually went house shopping in austin it was it's so tech yeah. friendly there we knew we wanted to be somewhere tech friendly
1: yeah I mean, we put in bids on houses and we were like duking mm-hmm. it out and and you know but along the way we realized that we're like there's no way that a lot of the front line will be able to afford houses in in this market and that that weighed heavily on us that that we were going to be able to have a good quality of life but that we weren't we weren't giving that same quality of life to our our team members and so um during that 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 kind of shopping and like you know just looking at austin we had a change of heart and we're like we have to figure out something different and so you know we we then turned our eyes to, to dallas and we're like you know Dallas is incredible. You know, it's a great place to live, great place for family. But you know, and it's getting more expensive, just like anything else is right now with the market. Um, but we have we have team members that are in their early twenties that are buying their first home. Congrats, Cali! Um, you know, and so you know, we have things that in, in a different market might not be commonplace. And so you know, seeing that come to fruition for us is is really meaningful. And so you know, when you talk about things like financial literacy um, and courses that we can give. My, my worst fear is somebody that comes in and works with us and, and like, you know, g- gives like their, their lifeblood and essence, you know, like, like we all do with, with our work and 30 years later, they're still renting and don't have a retirement and, and that kind of stuff. You know, that's, that's like one of my greatest fears is that we weren't able to make an impact, you know, potentially on that person. And so, um, so I, I love these courses and I, I love the, the work that's being done on that side. Um, you know, eventually maybe we'll roll a few out, you uh, to, to the outside world, you know, just to try and do some good and give, give them away for free. Um, not all of them, but uh, but, but certainly, uh, you know, a couple of them possibly. So. Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of great content there. And our, my team has just so much fun working on that stuff. So Yeah. So that's been neat. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see those courses come together, and the team will start taking those in July. So that was mm-hmm. one of the updates from the Fireside Chat.
1: Yeah, July was the date for that, so we're going to roll that out
0: it will be here before we know it. And um, we've seen some, there were some operations updates. We've seen some changes on the Mm -hmm. commercial side, which has been kind of new to, new to what our experience in insurance has been historically up till now.
1: Well, we were, you know, we were captive agents back in the day. That was our our foray into the industry, which was good because, you know, we've talked about before. We had, we had no idea what we were doing. And so um, it was, it was a little more gentle, if you will. Uh, But, Along with being gentle, you also learn a lot of really bad habits in, in the captive world. Um, you know, one of which is that in the independent world, um, commercial is is a differentiator for us. Commercials, you know, a, a really big deal and uh, captive world is so used to personal lines. And so when we moved over to independent, we were so heavily um, uh, personal lines and we we're doing great, in, you know, writing a lot of business on that end. But along the way, uh, we, we did a pilot mid last year on commercial and... And now, you know, about 50% of our business is commercial. Um, and so we really picked up and kind of ran with that one. And um, so now we're, you know, we're crushing kind of the small market commercial and doing really well on that side. By small market, I mean, up to about 100, 150000 you
2: know, we're doing pretty well on.
1: Um, and we're investing some resources and trying to go up to a million in um, in, in premium now. And so we're kind of working on, on growing out that additional subset, uh, the, the additional verticals on that side. So, um that's it's fun.
0: Yeah. You guys know that I love sales and sales coaching. So trying to figure out that space is interesting to me um, because I'm really so much more comfortable with personal lines. And so I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. And I love what it can mean for our employees lifestyle. We were talking about, you know, caring about their personal finances and what commercial can do for that person professionally. Um, But also for our agents and what introducing commercial, into their agency can do to their cash flow because if you're historically a personal lines agency, um, it takes resources and time to figure out commercial. Um, you might have to hire the right person, be thinking about the marketing. There's a ton of time spent in chasing down those accounts, and uh, they can be complex. There's training that goes into that, and so our goal is that by cracking the code to commercial, whether it be small business, middle market, that our agencies will be able to leverage um those methods to be able to diversify their portfolio and to be able to you know tackle a segment that they haven't been able to use before to bring in revenue
1: yeah Yeah. i mean it's a it's a massive opportunity
0: did you say the captive space was like more gentle is that the word
1: yeah i think
0: what do you what do you mean
1: i mean the captive space is a lot more on rails you know Mm -hmm. i mean as we've seen from the Mm -hmm. independent space a lot of what we do and you guys know that with quantum our our um our mission is democratizing insurance. And that means a lot of things, but education is certainly a big part of that. Mm -hmm. you know, in in the independent space, the education is, is, uh, frequently lacking. Um, you know, even, even the stuff that poses as education is frequently about, you know, forms it's about policies. It's about like, you know, insurance information, but, but the soft skills of what we do are are frequently, you know, it's, it's not all pulled together. And so, um, and, and that's a lot, of, a lot of what your team does is trying to figure out how do you synthesize the knowledge, the the product and all that different stuff. And then how do you, and how do you put it into human packaging? You know, How do you, how do you convey it effectively? Um, and
0: uh, yeah, we've know. had to make some big changes to the program to really think about imp- how do you take all this great information
1: mm.
0: and figure out when it turns into transformation, like, knowledge becoming how you're actually going to speak with a client when you're on the phone and the actual behavior and that thing that you just learned actually coming to life because um we packed a ton of content into our first version of quantum university there's a lot of meat on the bones and it was literally like everything in a month that you needed to know to be a successful producer. And we found that it was just too much for people to absorb practically yeah. like right away. Like they might get it and get the principles and be bought in, but actually having time to let that unfold, what would happen is they would latch on to one or two principles and then forget a lot of the rest. And so we really had to think through, okay, if we slow roll this, um, what would that look like? training is expensive and talking about spending months and months of in in training and education is a big hurdle. um, I think for a lot of companies and I've seen all different timelines across the board. I mean, there's the agencies where they just throw somebody on the phones or throw you to the wolves and you just eventually figure it out. Totally grassroots training. And then there's, um, companies, you know, direct call centers where they might have somebody in training for like, I don't like, 16 16 weeks, six months for some of them. And so finding out, you know, what's most effective at the end of the day, what's going to have the most impact and move the needle the most. And so we've actually changed the timeline of our program. Mm -hmm. So we, that's given us room to introduce more courses, to spend more time on topics. So for example, when I'm talking about slowing it down, that means we are, spending probably five or six workshops just on the introduction of the call like just on the first five minutes and that's not including videos but that's just like live workshops um and we're also spending a
1: lot more time on the why you know what i mean and so a lot more
0: time on the why um, you
1: know
0: a whole a whole lot more time on the why
1: (laughs) you know sometimes when you bring people in and and it's like just a shotgun approach and you're just moving so quickly um if if you're not taking the time to sit down and, and help them understand the why You know, why does quantum exist? Why does your organization exist? Um, You're then you're not going to have the the emotional love bucket necessary that when things get hard and you're pushing them to adopt your practices, whatever else um, you're going to you're going to start having retention issues with that. And so, you know, that's what we found when we brought people in and just taught them all this stuff, great stuff. And they were like, wow, that's a lot of information. Um, And then we would like, like get them into the weeds and like start producing. And, and we were moving at such a high pace though that that people you know
0: develop bad habits that way because then you're getting some of it down but you're you're not
1: taking you miss the big picture sometimes you know what i mean and i think at the end you know what we were doing was was frequently missing the big picture and so now um we're we're really slowing down in the front and being purposeful helping them understand the big picture the why of what we're doing and why quantum exists and and, you know and and what's the difference that we're trying to make in the industry and then we use that as a foundation to build on
0: So I think it's totally possible for someone to come out of the gates, learn how to one call close, start closing sales, but it's also possible for that same person to have monoline sales and to be missing out on the trusted advisor approach and be missing out on a total risk review and not doing a full needs analysis. And so getting behind the why, why we're here, what's our mission, what's our purpose? um, How do we fit this into our clients' wants, their needs, their lifestyle, What can we deliver on today? What are we 100% sure we can deliver on today that has nothing to do with price? If we can get that down in the beginning, then what we're finding is that when you're talking about bundling or the one-call close or the asking for the sale, it all makes so much more sense within that framework. Um, And then suddenly it's not quite so scary when the client tells you they're not interested or they already have insurance or they don't want to have a bundle review because you know how much value that you really do have to bring to the table, and how it's really going to help that person. What are you chuckling about?
2: I was just, thinking, <laughs> so,
1: I was thinking that uh, you know we have um, all these new team members in in the office, and um, it's it's so funny watching them like getting on the phone for the first time and like quoting for the first time. And we're now we're hiring a lot more from outside the industry. Um, yeah. You know we're almost as a rule of thumb, it's very difficult to, to join Quantum, unless you're, you know, uh, have a high level of excellence.
0: 50% of our class this time is from outside, or new to the industry, outside the industry, new industry and the next one,
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was talking to our Director of Recruiting and Director of Talent, and it'll probably be 75% in, in the next class, and then it'll probably end up being at 90, 95% new to the industry. And, and that's purposeful, you know, um, the, the industry would benefit from having, uh, from changing its brand, changing its image, and doing a better job of attracting, you know, new blood in, into the industry. And so we're trying to figure out that problem because I, I think the industry itself has a problem with being able to attract really high quality people in the industry um, and, and, and you know, make make the, the insurance brand sexy, if you will. I, I think we struggle with that. Uh, and, and
2: sexy back. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, and so I, then, but, but we, we think about that, you know, we, we think through how can we help change the brand of insurance? Um, and make it something that one day kids might want to be when they grow up, you know, so I think it's, we have a, a freaking awesome profession, you know, like we help yeah. people, people die and we like help their, their families, you know, yeah. recover as much as possible and survive, or, you know, or they get into a bad accident you. You know, I, I spent time with our claims team today, you know, you know, we do so much good in our industry and, and that message is frequently lost. Um, you know, but there's a lot of insurance agents that are, that are heroes. I mean, that, that do incredible work. You know, I, you know, and, and you and I, you know, you mentioned our agency, for us, you know, before but you and I are so passionate about like the small business, the, the business experience, mm-hmm. and because of the impact it's had on us, but we're, we're entrepreneurs. We, we, we love, you know, what it feels like to, to have your own business. Um, and, and being an insurance agent is just a really, you know, unique and special aspect of that, I think.
0: It so. is. Yeah. So, so we'll keep you guys posted on how that's going. We're, we're trying out that new method of really slowing it down. And this group of people that we're training, 50% have insurance experience, the other half of the class are new to insurance, and they won't be on the phones quoting a coverage consultation or asking for the sale until the end of week four. And so even though they're licensed and we've taught coverages and they've learned trusted advisor and... All of that good stuff we're really going to spend time getting the introduction of the call down first that first impression is so important mm-hmm. and then we're going to learn the rater conversation next and get that down and make sure that that's really smooth and sounds like a really customized conversation and not like we're like quizzing the customer um, before they ever start even trying to do the full consultation or close it and so uh, the goal um, is that that would give them time to learn it in bite-sized pieces mm-hmm. um, so this was a light bulb moment I had from talking with Kelly again and she said um, you can watch a video of chef Ramsey grilling a steak uh, but when you try it yourself that steak is gonna suck <laughs> and so um, our point, slightly different <laughs> words possibly
1: but <laughs>
0: her point but, yeah. was that, you, it's not enough just to convey the knowledge. People really have to have time to try it out and fill it out and just learn things a little bit of at a time. So we're really, we're really big believers that the best way that we can help develop our new team members is with a program that's as close to mentorship and coaching almost kind of like an apprenticeship model as possible where they really closely working with a pro coach and a guide and somebody that's mentoring them through the process, um, front to back, because that's, that's really how they're going to grow the most and and feel the most confident in their career. And it's also one of the costlier ways to train new employees, but uh, we think it's worth it. Yeah. And we'll keep you posted on how that's going.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a long-term investment, you know, and I think that we found ourselves, trying to cut corners on that side, just like we all do and trying to make it just a little more you know, effective, a little more efficient, but, but some things are worth spending a little more on. And so, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know how it goes and uh, if the long play was, was worth it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I feel like some of the questions that our new team members <laughs> ask us in class are the same members that agents ask.
1: Yeah, so, I, so give us a few
0: examples here. I samples didn't tell here. Justin what these questions were, but I told him I had some questions. So I want to ask you some of the questions that they asked me in class this week and see what you say.
2: Absolutely,
0: yeah. Okay, let me think. So definitely, one question we got was, why, why, why do we quote live? Because, and bear with me on this one. Wouldn't it make more sense if we spent the morning call block? getting as many quotes started as possible, as many people on the phone as possible, booking a callback and then quoting them afterwards, which I think is a good question. That's a fair question to pose.
1: Well, so, and um, keep two in two mind minutes. that, yeah. So that question changes depending on on your marketing style, mm-hmm. right? And so the reality is, is that if you're getting referrals all morning, if you're getting whatever, you know, if it's, if it's you know, emails coming in, the referrals, whatever those things are, that's not, you know, the, the pressure's a little bit off in in those scenarios um, when you're generating leads online, and so with Quantum, we're actually moving towards. Uh, We've we purchased a lot of our our marketing, our leads uh, historically. Uh, there's a really good chance that you'll see our ads in the, in the near future, just like everybody will. Um, but there, you know, we're moving more towards our own exclusive. Um, uh, quantum specific ads, targeting consumers, targeting agents or whatever else. And so we're, we're going branded in, in almost everything that we're doing with our brand. Um, but when you're buying leads uh, or if you have a client on the phone, that 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 conversation is frequently very different than, than, than when it's more referral based and slow. And and you're like, hey, I'll give you a call back tomorrow. And they're OK with that. The reality is, is that in the lead game in, in kind of like the online marketing game, you um, there's a chance that that a they might have submitted a form to somebody else, even if you got an exclusive lead, or or they came to your website, they might have submitted a lead on on whichever website first. You know they might have submitted uh, you know stuff on progressive stuff and not about a policy, but the information would hit and progressive would call them. So whatever that thing is, and so you know in that environment, you have to be the first the first person to respond, and you also have to be you know you also have to go for for the close. Um, uh, during that time, because the second that you let them off the phone, you're letting other people in, in into your sale. Um, and so, if you do a really quick Geico level quote where it's it's um, 900 seconds, uh, is it? Um, well, whatever that number is, the problem with that in in the online lead game space is that there's going to be an agent that calls back at 901 seconds. That person's going to quote, and now now you're not the only person providing a quote to that person. So, you know, we try and be the first responder with 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 our leads. Um, we try and and spend 40 minutes to 45 minutes on the phone, at least with them, uh, t- less time than that upsets me because I, I feel like we're not doing a quality job. We're not getting to know our clients, et cetera. If we're not spending enough time with them. Um, and then obviously asking for the sale and trying to move that thing forward, uh, as much as you can is important. And, you know, it, it's funny because I see I see salespeople and they let somebody off the phone and they're like, Oh, they're going to buy tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Right. Somebody else called them and asked for the sale. And, uh, and got it. And so, you know, in the game that we play at kind of like a slightly higher, higher frequency, a slightly higher pace uh, in kind of the online marketing game, you have to be pretty quick. And so you have to get a rate on the phone. You have to be responsive in that. Again, if this is a referral from mom, um, that person might wait a couple of days. You know, if it's if it's somebody that, you know, in your community. Um,
0: you know what with those, though? What I found Mm -hmm. is that even the referrals from mom that are like, sure, call me back. And you know, they're going to pick up the phone. When you call them back, they're always busy. They're like, Oh yeah, hold on. My sister's coming in from out of town. Like, so they're talking to you and they're answering the phone, but they're like not busy. Like they're not available because they're busy.
1: (laughs) And so it
0: doesn't work with, for me with those either.
1: I think people don't make time for their insurance agents. (laughs) It's always
0: something that's going to pop up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anyways, I, I, but, but I like it. I mean, from, a, from, a, from an efficiency standpoint, I mean, I guess you could go either way. You could say you build up this, this massive chunk of work and then work through it and then call the people back or you just kind of one-off it and, and get through it. Um, in our world, we, we like to walk through the quotes and, and try and, and you know, help the client right there, especially going into the future where people are, are going to more and more expect that. If you, know, if, if you think that's not the case today, wait 10 years and, and, and the client or five years or three years, and our clients will absolutely have little tolerance for for a long turnaround on, on stuff and so um, you know i understand the referrals and whatever else we you know we'll have a little more a little more runtime uh with that before kind of that area is disrupted or whatever but but certainly you know if there's other people if there's other insurance agents that have the opportunity to call them you should knock them out you know be be responsive and, and try and quote close that you know over the phone
0: and there's one more thing i'll add to that that came up it so I told you guys, we made a list of like, what are 10 things I know I can deliver on for this client today. They have nothing to do with, you know, the price. And we came up with like 30 things, 30 things we can do, um, for everything from giving accurate information to filling gaps in their coverage, to finding the right fit for their family, just tons of great stuff about, um, how we were going to personalize the experience for this person and so where we landed after that question about like, why, why can't we start the quote, start the conversation, build the quote, call back, was that there's a lot of things on that list that we can do to bring value that are really hard to do if we hang up that phone. If we hang up that phone and build the quotes without talking to them, we're gonna be missing on a lot of the value we could provide. And so I really feel like it can build an even an even better experience, just missing less things, uncovering that one more thing, getting to know them a little bit better, that stronger relationship. At the end of the day, they're, they're buying a policy that has a carrier's name on it and you want them to remember your agency because you gave them such a great experience. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that extra time on the phone goes a long way. But one of the things we talked about was, I was like, guys, let's be real. Like what I'm describing here is way harder. Like this is not the easiest route, quoting live. I don't blame agents one bit that try to come up with a different process for it because it's not easy. And you do have a ton of screens up there and mm-hmm. you're trying to shop multiple carriers. I get it. So it, it's not easy.
1: Um, you know, but- part of that is that the technology stack in the independent world is so broken, yeah. but I mean, keep in mind that that if, if you're counting on the technology stack in the independent world to be broken for long, you're, you're going to be very, very sad over the next year or two. Um, I assure you it's changing very quickly. Speaking of which, congratulations to Branch on their Series B. Uh, a, a nice race. And I know that you guys are growing really quickly. So, uh, But speaking of Branch, you know, my hope is that more and more age, that companies like Branch will come along where it takes you know, just three questions to, to be able to pull together you know, rates. And so imagine long-term when that happens. And if all the companies that we were working with, imagine if Travelers did that and, and Safeco and whoever else. And then it pulls all this information in for you, you know, you use data enrichment, and then you get to the point where now you're really just having a conversation about the client, about their risks, about their needs, you know, and so on. And, you know, right now we're doing so much data entry to try and get that stuff filled out, but but companies like Branch are, are, are the way of the future. And so, you know, as as those companies, you know, as more companies turn towards that and they figure out how to get into Raiders and, and, and use those as a springboard uh, for that information, Agents should love that because it's allowing us to now talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. None of us want to be data entry professionals, right? Like nobody here wants to sit there and fill out a hundred questions on, on forms to like try and get a fake rate. You know, it's ridiculous. And so, you know, we should be looking to companies like Branch um, as, as really positive saviors of our industry because if we don't have that kind of technology to be competitive in this space, well, Geico's agents do, um, you know, they, they, they have their own raters, they have the sophistication there's a lot of companies out there that have that. And, and if we don't pick that up pretty soon um, we're going to be at a disadvantage. And so, you know, I think that, I, I think it's, you know, over time, this is going to change. Um, but quoting online is, is actually, I think a good habit now, because as this technology comes into play and as you can get to the place where you're entering three questions, um, you know, to, to start the quote and like enrich all the information that you need in the quotes, Um, it's going to put you in a place where you can provide that full service. And and most of the time is just spent connecting with the client. You
0: you mentioned soft skills before, Mm -hmm. and that's why we spend so much time on the soft skills and the communication and the um, interacting with other people, the client communication types, because our ability to connect on a human level is going to be so much more important, the more that, tech is taking over part of that conversation. I interviewed a guy on the podcast a few episodes back. It's called We're Still Human and Work Shouldn't Suck. It's Brad Shorkin. He's a um, CEO of Still Human. He's in South Africa and he's worked with insurance organizations in a couple different countries. So I asked him about like what insurance is like over there. And he talked about that insure tech world and how As we're getting those fast, bindable rates, how important our emotional intelligence is going to be, because we might find ourselves in a situation where we don't have 40 minutes with the client, but maybe we have 20 minutes and we're going to have to be able to build a relationship, create value, connect personally, understand that person. People will still be looking for that emotional connection. And so... To be preparing for that change in the future, the goal isn't that that tech would replace the advice, the professional guidance that the client needs, but that we'll be ready for how that's going to change the interaction in our conversation, um, so that we can still connect and make it personal, make it customized, make it make sense. So, emotional intelligence, just something we're thinking about, and yeah. uh, definitely an area that's kind of you know we're still growing in it. Yeah. Long
1: term. Yeah, I mean, communication is a core differentiator. I mean, that's it, very difficult to replace. And so, you know, some companies are, are getting better at it. They're getting better at closing their, their sales online. You know, I, I referenced Skyco, but I think they're closing 60, 70 percent of their business online now. Um, so they're getting better at it, but it still doesn't replace the, the human aspect. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you call one of those call centers and speak to somebody versus somebody that's high, you know, highly trained, um and, and huge difference what they're doing it's a completely different experience you know there's mm-hmm. there's still a massive need for quality and, and a high you know high level communication
0: yeah absolutely so and i think the other question i got this week and we've touched on this one before guys so i don't want to beat a dead horse but justin if you can give us like a quick answer to you know i've been an agent with state farm i've been an agent with goosehead and I'm really good at getting like mortgage referrals. So like why the internet leads? And this was not an agent. It's actually someone who's working in the, in the call center. They took a,
1: a sales position in the call center. So um,
0: well,
2: we
1: had somebody from, from I think who said join us, right? There was an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You we want to come and do, and do training and help us?
0: Yeah. yeah. He'll be in a training position. And so it was a legit question. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, that, that's my secret sauce. I'm good at working with dealerships, getting relationships, going to the chamber events, getting mortgage leads. So why the focus on internet leads? We're going to be hopping on the phone soon as a class, learning um, the beginning conversation of that call. And so um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I I think that agencies should have both, but I do think that the consistency that you can achieve on, on leads and online marketing can be even higher consistency than you can achieve typically through mortgage relationships and that kind of stuff. And so I, I love mortgage relationships. I love referrals. Um, but, but I also realize the fact that somebody can come in and get that person, that, that big you know, mortgage shop to, to have their own insurance agency. You know, uh, we have places in Texas that's, that, that have their own you know, mortgage shops and insurance shops next door to each other. Um, so those relationships can go away. And if you're counting on a massive portion of your business and, and, and employees that have to feed you know, their families and that kind of stuff – if you're counting on building out a mechanism that can continue to bring revenue into that side, um, I think that that the human element is, is is a little more risky versus you know on on leads on online marketing and, and kind of stuff where you can work the numbers and kind of scale those numbers a little more effectively. There's there's something pretty impactful about being able to use internet leads to, to grow your business. Um, and we do we do calls. We do we do a, a large variety of stuff. You know, we diversify kind of what we're doing. We I still love mortgage relationships i still love referrals that's incredible stuff and we should all be trying to get that um but i think that that if you're looking for a lever to pull where you can say hey i'm going to go to selling a million dollars a month in in new business it's it can be very difficult to pull that off with with just mortgage relationships and so on so i know i know some people do i also know a whole lot of people that 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 don't um you know there's there's Large organizations out there where their bread and butter is mortgage, and their average, you know, agency might sell thirty, forty thousand dollars in the in the entire agency, so or less. Um, and 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 I think it's frustrating at times. It can be hard to scale, and so you know, I don't I don't think it's an either or. I, I think it's an and. Um, you know, use all the resources at your disposal, and and don't turn your nose up at any of them. Look at the ROI. Look at what you can accomplish with them. Um, and if you can make internet leads work, and if you can make mortgage referrals work, and you can do all these things kind of in harmony, then I think that you're better off than being a one trick pony that has that has like just one area that that you're focused in, um, you know, and, and then you're you're open to the the risk of, of of having you know kind of one channel that you're
0: that you're heavily yeah. invested in. And I think what can be hard in is, is there's so much unknown to generating referral relationships that when you spend too much time outside of the office. Okay it's hard to replace that time and replace that like sales volume that you would have had in your pipeline. So what I kind of love is this approach of generating your referral relationships off of the internet lead conversations that you're having in the office that are already coming through. So if, a, if you're on the phone with a client that has that new car, well, what dealership are they at? How did they find out about Quantum? And then calling to introduce yourself to the car salesperson that was just working with them. Or they just bought the new home and you're working with the mortgage loan processor to get all their documents and then you know calling afterwards and following up and introducing yourself to that person just so that it's a little bit more strategic. There's already a mutual client involved. Um, it's going to take less of your time outside of the office so that you can um have a consistent workflow and a little bit of predictability there while still pursuing business that just makes sense because it's good business. So that's, that's an approach that I think um, has some, a a lot of potential there. Yeah. So, so, So good stuff. What else? Anything else top of mind for you right now? I think we covered a lot.
1: We did cover a lot. Uh, No, I think some good stuff. So, yeah.
0: Well, it's fun chatting with you guys. I'm always, Loving it when we talk sales and training and all of that good stuff. Let me know what hot topics in the insurance world you're thinking about, what you want to hear about in the Age of Independence. We have some pretty cool episodes coming up. So just to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek, we're going to be hearing from an agent soon who was captive and transitioned to the independent world and is doing really awesome in their startup. So want to pick their brain about how things are with their team and what that's been like for them. And we also have a cool episode coming up. If you're into AI and machine learning at all, we're going to um, hear from a company that we use that tags the behaviors and the sales calls so that we can diagnose and see what's going on and coach. And so I think that one's going to be really neat. So um, stay tuned. Lots of great content coming up for you guys over the summer. And if you haven't had a chance yet, Click subscribe uh, to the podcast. That would be awesome. Just so you can get notifications every Monday when the new content comes out. And thanks for hanging with, with us tonight. Our late night chat catching up. Um, I'm glad you're back from
1: Good to be back. the
0: airplane so, in time for a podcast episode. Yeah. And um, we're going to go chill. I hope you guys have an amazing day and um, look forward to talking to you next time.
3: Thanks so much. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it. Really? We're we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good terrible at firing actually. Uh terrible at creating process and some workflows.